2: Hey everybody, it's me, Craig! It's the holiday season, and you know what that means. An unlocked Patreon episode while the regular show is on break this week. But wait a minute, Craig doesn't sneak those episodes into the main feed for you. Oh no no no, that's a job for bootleg Craig's pirate Patreon radio. Oh, ho, ho, my little darlings, I got a doozy for you today, and it's an episode of Earth Comics all about Garfield. Now, you could have heard this episode a while back if you back our Patreon over at patreon.com slash magic tavern. The Magic Tavern Patreon has a ton to offer fans, like ad-free versions of the main show, two brand new bonus episodes a month, early access to purchasing live show tickets, and more. So flip your ears to the on position, and if you dig the sounds I'm blasting at ya, stay tuned to learn how you can join the Patreon to support the show, and hear great transmissions like this all the time. Keep rocking, babies. Hey folks, Craig and PV3 here. Hello. And we're serving up another great bonus transmission. This week, Arnie introduces Chunt and Usador to Garfield. Imagine, getting to discover Garfield again for the first time. Uh, <laughs> who's Garfield? Everyone's favorite lasagna loving cat? Are you serious? <laughs> oh man, buckle in, PV3. You are in for a ride.
3: Patreon, motherfuckers! <laughs> Hey guys, I'm excited to do another Patreon bonus episode. Arnie, I can't tell you what a treat and a delight it is to record with a peach like you. You're just a little peach cobbler. Thank you, buddy. Why are you in such a good mood? I ate some peach cobbler. Oh, I see, I see. Chunt. Yeah? We, we promised we weren't going to talk about it. Oh, uh, I mean, I just planted a tree. Mm. Giving back to the land of food feels good. Hold on. I wasn't entirely paying attention, so I don't know what Usador said, but your tone changed dramatically just a second ago. What's going on, chunt? Uh, nothing. Hey, Arnie, re- remember remember how you said your biggest goal ever on Earth was to share a slice of cheesecake with Maria Menudos? Sure, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, remind me, I know I told you a very elaborate scenario of how, yeah. how that would go. What was it again? This is a test to see if you get it right.
0: You're at the top of the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. Yes.
3: She And I don't understand all these terms, but uh, you just left a movie theater to go to the top of the Empire State Building. She crawls Mm -hmm. out of the Scream. Wait, wait, hold on. What was the movie? uh, Scream. The new Scream. Okay. Okay. You said Mm -hmm. there's always a new Scream. She crawls out of the screen, pre-movie. The Scream Uh, screen? The Scream screen. mm -hmm. And she meets you on top of the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. Now... A slice of cheesecake is awaiting you on the point. So you both have to climb the needle, uh, go up to the cheesecake. You start at one end. She starts at the other. You fall off and die. And then she ascends to heaven. Oh, yeah. Such a fantasy.
0: And the whole time she's dressed like uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: because here's the thing. And it's just me. Call me old fashioned. I like it when someone dresses up as something that too many people dress up as. Oh, like a oh, like a Deadpool or a uh, Rick Sanchez. Wait, you can kill a pool?
0: Yes, I've very curious.
3: How do you kill a large amount of water? I don't know. Break the fourth wall. <gasps> huh? Something I would never do, dear listener. So, follow-up question. And Remember, this is still a test. Who did I tell you this person is again? You told me that Maria Menudos is famous for telling people she is Maria Menudos. Okay. Hmm. And that's all she's known for. She's known for saying her name. Okay. But she says it in situations where everyone must sit and watch a screen for some reason. Okay. No further questions. You, Yusudor, what the fuck is up with you?
0: Oh, I'm doing wonderfully. Uh, I certainly haven't had any peach cobbler today.
3: Hmm. No, I said I didn't. Uh, I'd completely forgotten about that peach cobbler thing, but now oh, I'm reminded of it.
0: Ah, uh, well, there's nothing to think about here. I just think about uh, the time. Oh, think about the time you told us about Veronica Mars.
3: Okay, that's something I definitely remember a lot about. In truth, I really do sincerely remember a lot about it. But still, Usador, this is a test. What are all the things I told you about Veronica Mars? Did you remember them?
0: Uh, You said uh, the first season uh, was underrated uh, and that it gets better in the second season. I say that
3: about every TV show.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, that's true. Uh, Justified.
3: Fringe. Fringe.
0: You said that, uh, you said that... Her, Angel. Her father... Buffy the
3: Vampire Slayer.
0: Uh, true. You said that she was, her father was, uh, played by your favorite Station actor... Station Eleven. What's um, that? You said her father was played by your favorite actor, uh, was, was it Josh Brolin? I can't keep them all straight.
3: <laughs> oh, I, I remember something. hmm You said about her father, you said somebody just shot him. <laughs> David Spade, perhaps? You're remembering that I told you that David Spade is the father in Veronica Mars. I can't, I can't put the pieces together. Uh, it's just out of my mental John, grasp. John, I've told you so much about this show. Yeah, and you would think that a show that has the dignity and respect to have a main villain character in one of the seasons played by Steve Guttenberg would uh, stoop as low as to have David Spade. In it at all slash actually play Keith Mars? Artie, you have to understand that for you, Store, and I, a lot of what you say is just
0: gibberish that we repeat, okay?
3: I don't know how right? a lot of these things connect. I don't know if I'm saying things correctly.
0: It's mm-hmm. not like the things that we say that are very grounded in reality. That's true.
3: Well, you know what? That's a good point, guys. Here, let me pull this big, big box over.
0: I can't because be expected to remember everything about Veronica Mars's closet. No, that's. Hmm. I know that you liked uh, uh, Kirsty. Uh, uh,
3: what was her last name? Kirsty Alley was on the show Veronica's Closet.
0: Veronica Mars's Closet.
3: And look, here's the thing. David Spade was not on the show Veronica's Closet, because would a show that had one of the main characters played by Dan Cortez of MTV Sports stoop as low as having David Spade be in it? Although, to be honest, if I were a betting man, I would bet money David Spade probably appeared on that show at some point.
0: I understood nothing after the word Dan. I didn't either.
3: I just started talking, and vague memories started falling out of my mouth. Uh, Dan Cortez, I want to say something, something rockin' jock? Mm-hmm. Celebrities playing softball? huh Uh-huh. I'm listening. Well, celebrities is a loose term, I guess, mm-hmm. from what my brain is telling me. Uh, anyway, Arnie, what are we... Surely we're not doing this today. What are we doing for today's episode? We could, though. We could just keep doing this. <laughs> but we don't want to. Okay. Uh, so, also, one last thing. Yes. Gotta say... First season of Veronica's Closet, not great, but it gets better in season two. Look, Mm, I have this giant box. What is Plato's Closet? Mm, I think it's a reselling stuff, but it could be a sex thing.
0: What is Filene's Basement?
3: That is definitely a sex thing. What is Neiman's Marcus? (laughs) What is Neiman's Marcus? Yeah. Huh, that's a good question. Could Neiman... Make a Marcus? Never mind. Look. Wait, maybe maybe Neiman is semen that comes out of your knee. Ooh. Is that something? <laughs> Arnie, expound. Who's gonna clean up all this Neiman?
0: Well, I suppose that's enough Earth stuff for now. Let's talk about spells. Yeah. I was just
3: gonna bask in me saying that for a little while. We noticed. Um, yeah, let's talk about, so I, I'm assuming today's Patreon is about spells. So Usador... Uh, yes. For for people at home, for our patrons, let people know what they can do with their fingers when casting a spell.
0: Well, uh, a- excellent, Chunt. I think that's a great point. What I like to do is I like to put my hands in front of me and spread my fingers as far apart as I can. That Ooh. way all the mystical energies can begin to spark and, and jump betwixt them. Uh, and- Hello? Arnie,
3: did you just fall asleep? <laughs> Did you just have a pin in your mouth and you fell asleep and the pin fell out?
0: Arnie, you were trying to teach spells to earth people finally.
3: I'm so sorry. I had a quill in my mouth because I've decided I'm going to start taking notes during uh, these uh, Patreon motherfucker episodes. Good. And I accidentally flung the quill for realsies onto this, uh, this here table. What's on your pen of paper? It just says Maria Menudos over and over. And then at some point it switches to Arnie Menudos. Yes. Maria Menudos. Well, Now, to be to be fair, those two notes are completely unrelated because Arnie oh. Menudos is about how I'm eventually going to join the boy band
0: Menudo. Kay. Wait, there's less of you if you join the band? I mean,
3: probably. There'd have to be a lot less of me for them to accept me into the band. Ernie, what's in this big fucking box? Okay, this big fucking box. I'm just going to shove more useless pop culture into your brains because on my world... As a kid growing up, I just loved to read the comic strips in the newspaper. I'm not going to explain what a newspaper is or exactly what a comic strip is, but look at this book. We are, I'm going to introduce you to Garfield, the most hilarious cat on earth. <gasps> and he's going to strip for us? Well, yes, we are reading Garfield Takes the Cake, his, the fifth collection of his books. And uh, yes, it the- says
0: right at the bottom, his fifth book. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we starting with his fifth book?
3: Look, there are hundreds of these.
0: You know I'm not to. going to understand what's going on. You're Look, telling me this orange
3: goofy-looking motherfucker has 5 books? This is barely the beginning. There are uh, there're probably like 70 of these. <sighs> okay, so I'm looking at the cover of this book, Arnie. And Garfield seems to be talking, but it's a thought bubble. Mhm. What? What is happening? Are we supposed to be able to see that? Um, Is it a thought or is it speech? That's a very good question. I mean, that's Uh, the central mystery of Garfield because he only communicates in thought bubbles. But do other people hear it? Does his owner hear it? Okay. Also, on the cover of this book, Garfield takes the cake. He's jumping out of a cake. So you're telling me this cat sat inside an oven and was baked alive? Well, to be fair, we don't know for a fact that he's jumping out of the cake. You know, he's just like half in a cake
0: it's he could possible have jumped, he could have jumped into the cake yeah okay. first
3: there could be a sex thing you never know that would be my guess all right but w- to be clear we're all in agreement he's not taking the cake no yeah no it's a filing basement thing
0: he's either wearing it or he was baked inside is this another one of those instances where they started with the fifth one and then 20 years later they go back and they do <laughs> one through four it's possible it's possible. Right. Then it's fine that we start here, I suppose.
3: Look, we can't start with the first Garfield book because he looks so dramatically different at the beginning. Like there was a short period of time where Garfield was like grotesque looking, and Ooh. then Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, kind of, sort of figured it out. P- point of order.
0: Yes. You think that this creature on the front of this book is not grotesque looking?
3: This is adorable.
0: Like, what you are, are you talking about?
3: Put this cat on a coffee mug. That's a cat. That is a cat. Uh, it's not any cat I've seen before. That looks like a fucking doctor, my dude. Look at where its mouth is compared to its nose. Yeah, and its stripes are barely reaching its ribs. (laughs) Well, sure. The stripes, yeah, I guess so. What else?
0: No eyelids, no teeth. Um. I call upon a veterinarian (laughs) to help this poor cat.
3: Here's the thing. On the cover of these books, Garfield is often smiling. Inside, though, he's not a smiley cat. He's Mm. a grumpy cat. Hey, Arnie, um seeing as this book is called garfield takes the cake and garfield is inside of a cake is this tough to look at because of your daydream about maria menudos and splitting a cheesecake oh that's true gosh subconsciously i must have picked his fifth book because of this cake yeah and how much i'm struggling with this fantasy of maria well let's open the person i'm very obsessed with let's open
0: the book it's not very useful.
3: It's yeah, it's a lot of publishing material. Garfield eating tips. Let's take turns reading yeah. these. I'll start. Number one, never eat anything that's on fire. I kind of fucking told you Disagree. that. Disagree. Uh, okay, I'll do number two. Never leave your food dish under a birdcage.
0: Disagree. Because that, like that a poop shit? thing? Shit
3: and stuff? Yeah. yeah.
0: Only play in your food if you've already eaten your toys. That Ah. seems like a easier to remove.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Number four. Eat every meal as though it was your last. Sounds like a threat. Number five. Only snack between meals. Okay. I think he's being sarcastic. Chew your
0: food at least once.
3: Number seven. Never put off till tomorrow what you can eat today. Is this good? (laughs) You mean, wait, hold on. You mean this book or this episode?
0: Uh... a little
3: from column A, a little from column B. This book vis-a-vis this episode. Number eight, always dress up your leftovers. One clever way is with top hats and canes. Yeah, I don't think this is good, Arnie. Yeah, so far this is, look, Look, there are only two things left on this list. Uh, and I know there are some people that will need completion. And so um, they'll be I, frustrated that we don't read the last two.
0: I feel that the last two are going to bring it home. I've changed my mind. No, I'm going to the A handy breakfast tip. Tipped- oh. Uh, is this humor for people that just
3: got out of comas? Pretty much. Or for small children who don't know what humor oh, is yet. I see. Or for very old people who, I don't know, either never figured out what humor was or kind of slowly regressed to forgetting what humor is.
0: What's wrong with that other cat with the very long neck?
3: Okay, now we're getting into the actual comic strips. In this first one, Garfield has got a shit-eating smirk on his face. And he's carrying his teddy bear that I believe its name is Pookie. And he's sneaking up on Odie, who is a dog who's just a dumb fucker who's, like, really tall and skinny. And here's the thing. Odie is grotesque. And Odie's just, like, staring off into space, panting. Garfield sets down Pookie, gives Pookie a kiss. And then stomps on Odie, and it just says, Stomp, 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 stomp. Odie looks deflated. He killed that dog. That Arnie, is the whole strip. Arnie, I have to ask, does Od stand for original dog? Is this the original dog that gave birth to all subsequent dogs? Um, I, mean, n- I mean, there were dogs before that. I mean, I would have to guess Marmaduke
0: predates Odie. Now, you said that's the end of it, but I see uh, three more things happening. On the same page.
3: Well, yes. Yeah. So here's the thing you would read this in the newspaper, and that would be all the Garfield you'd, you'd get for the day. See in the little corner, it says 11 3. Oh, I thought that was the score. So you thought it was Garfield 11, Odie 3? Yeah, because Garfield Seems killed right. that dog. Hmm. Okay. You bring up a good point, and thank God I've got this quill. We've got to keep score during this. Okay. So- uh,
0: Odie's dead. Uh, that's that's a one under Odie's dead. I
3: guess we'll never see him again. Well, I was just going to say Garfield won,
0: Odie zero. Okay, fair enough.
3: No, Garfield won, Odie lost. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That's how I keep score. So you would read that comic that day, and then you'd have to read the whole rest of the newspaper and the news and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. next? You have to read the comic? Like they force you to? I mean, if you're a kid and you're bored, and it's Ugh. the '80s, and there's not much else, so this is torture.
0: Also, isn't that dog's name Jim Davis?
3: Yeah, it says Jim Davis, it right, says underneath Jim Davis yeah, it, right underneath
0: the dog. Yeah, right underneath it.
3: I guess it does say Jim Davis right under Odie, and that that could be con- that could be confusing. Jim Davis is the artist who created Garfield and Buki and Odie. Mm. All right. I'm just saying where I come from, if a cat stomps a dog like that, it is going to jail. Yeah. yeah cat I don't, cat I gotta jail? Say, I got to say I'm generally Garfield positive from childhood nostalgia. This is a bad one. This is bad.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, so there's a second line you are saying that's a separate thing that you would have seen on a separate day. Yes. But in this book, they decided to put it all on one page.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. So the next day, you're like, what's next for Garfield? And- well, well, why well, don't you describe this one?
0: Uh, you, ma- hold on. Before we get to that, I'm happy to do so. I would like to understand why the publishers of this tome uh, didn't put each day's strip on its own page. Mm, I mean... Or what? at least delineate in some way that there's a difference between the two strips here. For I looked at this and I what it looks like to me is, as you said, Garfield walks up with his uh, uh, his pet there he sets it down Pookie. and gives it a kiss. Then he stomps on Odie. And then he decides to pick the his pet back up. And he says, bath time, Pookie. He puts the pet in the bath. He washes the pet, submerging it completely. Maybe he's trying to drown it since we already know him to be uh, a murderous sort. Mm-hmm. He, w- he, then, he whistles a musical note. And he whistles one single musical note. It's just a ray, not a doe or a me. And then he pulls the pet out, and it's small. Oh, it's smaller? I thought it gave birth. Oh, maybe it gave
3: birth. Oh, it's like a water birth.
0: Yeah.
3: Huh. So this is comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, Garfield is shocked. His eyes are bulging out. Maybe he's like, I didn't know Pookie was pregnant. Okay, Arnie, hypothetical. Uh, Mm -hmm. I come with you to Earth one time. Um, We're having a good time. We're eating cheesecake with Maria Menudos. Eventually... I uh, get on stage in front of uh, what I assume is thousands of people. Um, what I do on stage is I walk out to Thunder's Applause. I kiss a tiny bear and then I kill a dog. You're telling yes. me if I do that, I, I will get a book deal yeah. for, for at least five books? I, I guess. Well, look, let, let's, let's move forward another page. Let's see. The next day. Oh, John, why don't, John, why don't you describe this one? okay I don't want to but what I'm seeing here is uh, um okay so it's three little boxes in the first box this fucking cat is I assume jumping and there's a there's a man who kind of looks like you Arnie I'm not gonna lie Kind of looks hold like on. you what that's the worst thing you've ever said to me I honestly at this point I don't even know which who's who oh yeah Arnie. I didn't see that which one's Arnie no, I'm the one that's not in the book oh, okay okay look, yeah look just down keep, in the book. Keep, keep talking and I'll keep it straight. So Garfield, I I assume is jumping. Although you want me to keep talking, doesn't look quite right. And then this Arnie 2 guy is staring at him. And then in the next box, the guy is still staring at uh, the cat's asshole as as he jumps by him. And then in the third box, the guy is screaming in, in in a in a manner and in a volume you could not believe. And he's holding a paintbrush and he says and he's screaming the name Garfield. Yes. Isn't it crazy to think this is the fifth book of this? Like, so far these comics are like, you would imagine the, the first things you would have. Like, I don't really have any ideas for comic strips yet.
0: Where are they? <laughs> they don't They're, appear to be anywhere.
3: They are in Jim Arbuckle's house. You're right. In the background, it's just a swath of mint green, basically. You know, here's the thing, and this is probably more information than you or anyone else wants. I believe these were black and white originally. We are now reading them in a book that has colorized them for some reason. I, I got to be honest. I don't think that makes a lick of difference.
0: Can we back up a page? I think so. Wait, do you want to go back to the first Yes, page? I would like to go back a page. Please. Okay, you, yeah.
3: Can I just say so far we have looked at three of these comics. Three. And there's one word that's been said, and it's Garfield being screamed. Oh, I guess Garfield thinks bath time. But mm-hmm. is this silent comedy? Was this before Was this before people could talk in comedy? I guess so. I mean, look, one of these days, we're going to do an Earth Comics where we read Kathy. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a wall of text. But for now, we're it's the silent stylings of Garfield.
0: On the subsequent page, you pointed out that uh, the walls were mint green. But on this previous page, the wall is pink. Then it's blue, and then it's pink again. But then it's sort of a seafoam, kind of a mauve, I guess. Maybe a salmon, and then uh, sort of seafoam again. Are the walls in this person's house, you called it a, a an art buckle? A Jim Arbuckle, I think. And so Jim Artbuckle has a house with sh- walls that shift colors.
3: Or maybe he can control colors.
0: Is Garfield magic? Do they control I mean, colors?
3: I would have to imagine Garfield has some amount of magic. It's also <gasps> possible. Here we go. It's also possible in this comic the colors are meant to represent Garfield's inner turmoil.
0: What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. He's a
3: wizard, Arnie. He's a wizard. Look, we've got to, We've got to do some speed rounds. Uh, well, hold on, Arnie. I know uh, we have to do some speed rounds, but real quick, let's slow things down for just a moment. Mm-hmm. I took I took the liberty of taking your phone and searching for this Kathy you mentioned. Now, already I'm massively in love. This Kathy is incorrigible. I am currently working on a spec script. It's called Act to the Future. Uh, Mm. I hope you will help fund us. I could not be more delighted by this lady. Kathy is the love of my life. She is so freaking funny. She's Mm -hmm. so flippin' insane. The things she says are just out of this world. Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. I, I feel like we should switch
0: to Kathy. I'll describe this next strip before we make that decision, Chunt, but I am inclined to agree with you. Um, Garfield peeks around a corner, and there's a small, helpless rabbit there. Mm -hmm. The next panel, his feline instincts kick in. He is a hunter. The rabbit is the prey. He leaps. His teeth are bared. And then, in the next panel... Jack Fartbuckle says Would you mind explaining Yourself Garfield And we see that this Depraved lunatic Has strapped two dead rabbits To his feet in an attempt To lure Garfield into a trap Funny
3: Yeah this is the first one I get For a living man to put his feet into dead Rabbits and then for the cat to uh, Bite into them I think that's actually Pretty funny so now I'm on board
0: Yes, and I honestly think there's no greater compliment to a comedic form of entertainment than to take a pause and then think funny.
3: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's funny in this strip because it's very clear what's happening, Garfield thought it was a rabbit so he bit into it. And what's what's what makes this comic so strong and and makes me overall love Garfield is the fact that Jim says, "Would you mind explaining yourself, Garfield?" Because it's so clear what's happening and yet Jim decides I'm sorry, John That's John. Is that John Davis or Jim Arbuckle?
0: I think it's Jack Nuckbuckle.
3: I don't know how you intuited it, but I think it is actually John Arbuckle, not Jim Arbuckle. So why is why is John so confused? Would you mind explaining yourself, Garfield? Clearly a cat tried to eat prey. There's no further this this comic strip has been so devoid of language and now suddenly they cram a paragraph in when there's none necessary. I love it. I'm on board. Let's go to the next page. Okay. Well, no one notes. thing I want to point out, here's the thing about John Arbuckle. He's he's very simply drawn, but his Ooh. face can communicate so much by merely changing how, how low his eyelids are. That's pretty much all that will change on his face, whether his eyes are completely open and he's staring in disbelief or his lids are most of the way down and he's just like, Garfield, what the fuck? Now, Arnie, I didn't want to bring this up, but I am curious, just because you seem to be a big fan Both John and Garfield, their eyeballs are touching. That's how close together they are. There's no Mm -hmm. skin. There's no bridge of a nose. There's nothing. The eyeballs are literally smack dab against each other, rubbing up against each Mm -hmm. other. It's like a Venn diagram. Their eyeballs are like a Venn diagram. Huge. Um, So on Earth, there's a comic art style. Okay, it's 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 a certain way of drawing that's called cartoon titty eyes, and it's very famous. And what you do is look. It's not realistic but it's sort of emotionally true. Oh, oh, oh my God, this is Arnie. Yeah. you, You turn the page and the dog is, the dog is either back alive or it has a relative. That is Odie. Odie somehow survived that first run in with Garfield. So the dog is also a wizard. He's magical to some degree. I guess so. He just, he's sort of elastic. He bounces back quickly.
0: I take issue with this next strip.
3: So in this, um, in this three panels, uh Garfield is eating what looks to be watermelon, and oh. Odie's right next to him. And then Garfield says to Odie, Oh, I'm sorry, Odie. Would you like some melon too? And then in the third panel, Odie is eating some watermelon. And Garfield is gone. So I don't know I don't know if this is fucking humor at all. I think this kind of fucking sucks. But I guess it's I guess it's funny because the dog is also eating. I would say you've left out some important details, but I would like to take a moment and just imagine what the listener <laughs> is trying to do. Trying to put together. So, Arnie, if you and I are sitting down at a table, hypothetically this table right Mm. here, this very table, and I order a round of mozzarella wands, and say say (laughs) I'm fucking chowing down on these mozzarella wands, like I'm eating them like a duck with one fucking gulp, and you're right next to me, and then I say, Arnie, would you like some? And then cut to you eating one, that's comedy, and then you get a fucking five-book deal? I guess so. Okay.
0: The thing that I'm hoping the listener isn't doing is rushing out and buying Garfield's fifth book to solve <laughs> this true.
3: mystery. Take your time. There's Dear no listener, rush. If you think buying this book is going to make these better, it's not. I've got to say, I grew up loving Garfield. I was excited about this. These are bad.
0: <laughs> now, on I'm having an
3: existential crisis. I'm spiraling because I thought I knew what comedy was and I do not know.
0: Uh, Arnie, you alluded to this earlier and Shunt, I must uh, take umbrage with your description of the second panel where Garfield turns to Odie... And thinks, uh, according to Arnie's uh, description, that this is a thought bubble and not a speech bubble. Oh, I'm sorry, Odie. Would you like some melon too? So, am I to believe that Odie responds to this thought? Are they psychic?
3: Well, I think there might be a psychic connection between Garfield and Odie, possibly. But here's the thing. We don't know for a fact that Odie ever hears what Garfield says. So far, we have no confirmation that anyone really understands Garfield. And he's just not trapped in his own mind. And no one ever hears his thoughts. So, so far, Odie has been unwavering, unblinking, not moving. He has not said a single word, or even thought a single word, so far. We've seen six panels of Odie, and he's only been killed and fed watermelon. Well, oh. here's the thing: it, it appears that a watermelon rind was shoved in Odie's mouth, uh, cu- forming a rictus of a smile. Yeah, I guess. Thus, I'll the see. comedy of this one. I guess I'll take your word for that. I guess. What are the odds? Funny.
0: What are the odds that some smartass upon your world has written a, a long epic poem called Odie's Lament? I
3: think the odds are good. Also, speaking of odds, uh, currently Garfield 2, Odie 0. Oh, now, uh, Thank uh, you for keeping uh, me score. Uh, no,
0: I, no, sorry. I take umbrage at that. How has Garfield scored a point here?
3: By shoving a, a rind into Odie's mouth. I mean, he's Odie not looks, dead.
0: Per, Odie looks perfectly content.
3: Yeah, he there's still some meat on that rind. He, he's he smiling. super happy. All right, fine. How about this? We'll, we'll say they both get a point here. Fine. Garfield 2, Odie 1.
0: Fine. So
3: Odie's on the board. Finally. All right. Here's the thing. Let's just, because I'm now thinking, and I'm so worried, is Garfield bad? And I can, here's the thing. When you read comics as a child, it's all right if one day, two days, a whole week, a whole month, a comic strip you read is bad. But it has to occasionally be kind of okay. So can we just try to go through these as fast as we can until we find one that's halfway good? What do we think about that? Sure. I think we're going to be going for a long time okay i'm gonna describe this next one garfield is uh drawing on the mirror for some reason squeak 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 uh he's drawn like a mustache and hair and a weird beard uh he jumps off of the sink he's very happy uh and then john comes in and looks in the mirror and it looks like the drawing is on his face of course he he seems surprised as if he thinks that's his face my vote is this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, and I want it all to just fucking go away forever and never yeah, see it again. Yeah, it's really bad. That's my vote. someone's job.
0: Yes, it really undercuts the intelligence of Jim Shadnuckle.
3: Okay, here's a big old Sunday spread. This one is, a whole, the whole page is is one.
0: Okay, I got this one. What okay, is so, going on on the top of this page?
3: This is crazy Garfield year one. This That is the old, like, original Garfield. Okay, so this is this is six little boxes, six panels. So first one we have Odie and he's next to a bowl of food that says Odie. Garfield is way in the distance. Next panel, Odie next to a bowl of food, Garfield's a little bit closer. Next panel, Odie next to a bowl of food, Garfield's a little bit closer. Next panel, Odie's next to his food, Garfield's pretty close. Next panel, Odie is face down in his food because Garfield whacked him in the back of the head, sending him flying into his own food. Next panel, last panel. Odie is face down dead in his food. Garfield is walking away. How is this comedy?
0: Garfield 3, Odie 1. You're
3: right. I was just putting it down. This is murder. Hear me out. And this is going to sound crazy. I sort of think this is the first good one. Like, I'm not saying it's great. What? I'm not saying it's How great. But dare you? But they're, here, is it possible that the true brilliance of Garfield and the fact that literally nothing is happening, you need six panels to appreciate how empty and pointless it is as opposed to three. Like the slow, slow, slow way the Garfield gets closer and closer, whacks Odie and then just starts to leave. I guess it kind of works for me a little bit. Okay, I think I understand now, Arnie. I think I'm getting it. So twice this cat has killed this dog. Once this cat has bit its owner in a very extreme manner, but they have not sold him, they not, have not gotten rid of him, they mm-hmm. have not got, given him away, they have not put him down. So I think what's happening here is that this cat is a ghost. It's an, it's a ghost that does whatever it wants with no consequences, and nobody can do anything about it. I think that's a good way to look at it. Garfield is a ghost. I say, You've heard it here first. Garfield is a ghost. What? He suffers no consequences. Where
0: are they? They were nowhere. Purgatory. That, that was nowhere. There was no trees, no vegetation. Nothing on the walls, if that was supposed to be a room.
3: You're right. It is just a big expanse of green. They're in a void. They're in purgatory.
0: I hate it. All
3: right. uh, I'll explain this one. Garfield's turning his head like, who's this? Behind him is a shriveled up testicle of an old cat.
0: It's like a, a, that's the ghost of Garfield.
3: (laughs) It does look like Garfield's desiccated corpse is looking at him. Or like someone ate Garfield and then barfed him up. And then Garfield, overjoyed, says, Grandpa! And Grandpa starts to walk away and says, Stow it, Sonny. Where's the refrigerator? And Garfield does a kind of unhappy stare at the camera. That's it. I don't... I I honestly don't know what to say anymore, Artie. I don't think I can do this anymore. I think... I think I just need to go away. I think I just need to leave town. I'm going to pack my stuff. I need to get away from here. I just need to clear my head because I don't, I don't think I know what
0: comedy is anymore.
3: I thought I understood what comedy was. I do not.
0: So the next day, they've become sort of a serialized story arc here with Grandpa.
3: Yeah, they've introduced the dynamic new character of Grandpa.
0: And Garfield thinks at his grandfather, It's great to see you, Grandpa. Why, I'll bet you're still the best ratter in Middletown. And uh, not being able to hear his thoughts Uh, in the second panel, Grandpa says, I gave that up. Not being able to hear or understand what the grandfather has said. Then Garfield thinks, why? And then also not being able to hear or understand any of that. The grandfather thinks, ever try to gum a rat?
3: Okay, so he gave up eating rats because he can only gum them, which is inefficient. Yet, not three panels ago, he asked Garfield where the refrigerator was, clearly going to it to eat something. (laughs) <laughs> Am I losing my mind, already? Am listener, I crazy? In, listener, in- I, you must know, listener, throughout this entire page of Garfield, Chunt has sincerely just had his head in his hands.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to just point out that ever try to gum a rat does sound like something we would say on this show though
3: that is true all right i'm gonna try to
0: blast to me, us through this grandpa me, art.
3: comedy is fucking two buttholes right that's comedy we did, haven't seen the buttholes yet there might uh, there might there are probably at least two buttholes uh, in each of these panels
0: did the artist just give up at this point for the last four days now there is no change to the artwork other than the color that you said it was originally published in black and white
3: i will say i i am not Exaggerating. I turned the page, looked down, and was like, wait, did I not turn the page? The next day looks exactly the same as the day before. I'm going to blast through this page. Before uh, you uh, blast, Arnie, and this mm-hmm. is something I've said several times before you blast, <laughs> uh huh. So far, I could take every single line of dialogue from every thought bubble Garfield says, and I could re- just replace it with, I'm a ghost. And these comics would be almost exactly the same. All right. Well, we'll let the readers decide. I'm going to. Uh, Grandpa, how well I remember the day you were born, Sonny. Yes, siree, you were five pounds, six ounces at birth. That's big for a kitten. Uh, next panel, Grandpa says, I was out of town at the time. The next panel, Garfield says, then how do you remember it? And Grandpa says, I heard the scream. That's that one. Okay, Arnie, let me redo this one. So it's Garfield and his grandpa. How well do you remember the day you were born, Sonny? Yes, sir, You were five pounds, six ounces uh, at birth. That's big for a kitten. Next panel, Grandpa still. I was out of town at the time. Next panel, Garfield finally speaks. I'm a ghost. Grandpa, I heard the scream. That's pretty good. Better. Better. Am I crazy? better. All right, let's try it with this one first garfield says tell me about my youth grandpa then grandpa says you were born in the kitchen of mama leone's italian restaurant you frolicked in the fettuccine rolled in the ravioli and ate all the lasagna in sight then garfield says i must have broken some eating records and grandpa says not to mention a few health codes Ugh. <sighs> what if okay I still believe if he only says I'm a ghost, that's his only line, that's pretty funny. Maybe funnier is if Garfield is not even in any of these panels. Okay. Could you do Garfield but without him? Is that no. something? You know what we should have done? We should we should do Magic Tavern without Garfield.
0: <laughs> that sounds
3: good <laughs> it's too to me. Late for that. Okay, next page. Next page. I'm tired. I think I'll turn in, says Grandpa. Garfield says, oh, come on, Grandpa. The night's still young. Let's talk. Then Grandpa says, let me tell you about the flood of 42. And then Grandpa says, works every time because Garfield's asleep. Can I? So these, this is like five back-to-back Grandpa panels. Was Grandpa that big of a fucking hit? Because I hate this cat. I don't remember Grandpa, but you know, I, maybe I was I, too I young now. Grandpa. grandpa died before I started reading the comic. I guess they had to put forward a character that Garfield wouldn't kill because it's familial. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, anyway. The next one, John says, What the? I guess, and let's be honest, uh, fair. Surprised that a, an entire other cat is in his house. But he's then been there John for days. says, <laughs> For days. It's true. He only just noticed several days later. John now is all smiley, though, kind of hugging these two cats, saying, Why? I'll bet you two are related, aren't you? What? I can see the family resemblance. And then Grandpa grabs John around the neck, threatens him with his other paw, and says, take that back, you wall-eyed (laughs) mucksucker. Okay, that's funny. I love Grandpa. Grandpa's the best character ever created. Okay, okay. Arnie, come here. Take that back, you wall-eyed cocksucker. (laughs) Hold on, mucksucker, mucksucker. Both very good. All right, things are getting a little bit better. Guys, don't worry. We only have about 100 more pages. It's Sunday again. Garfield is asleep in his litter box, or not in his Wait. litter box, in his oh. box, in his weird little box that he sleeps in. Don't sleep where you shit. He's the uh, one Z. He's asleep. But then someone yells, "Hey, Garfield, let's go jogging!" Garfield's eyes pop open. You see a shoop as he runs under a, a recliner chair. You see some ugly legs that are probably John's, uh, without pants. Uh, you see Garfield's eyeballs under the under the recliner. And then John, in a feat of superhuman strength, picks up the recliner, seemingly effortlessly to reveal Garfield underneath, saying, aha. Then Garfield swats his leg and John says, e-ouch, letting go of the recliner. And then you see the recliner on the ground and Garfield's arms coming out. And he says, this is one of those times when I should have considered the consequences of my actions. So clearly Garfield was crushed when John dropped a 200-pound recliner on top of him. Are there ever panels where we see the surgeries they go through? Odie 2? <laughs> does is, does Odie get this one? I Sorry, Chad. What th- did you say? I was just saying, do we ever get to see in the panels the surgeries that they go through in between each... Action? Maybe on Patreon. Maybe on the Garfield Patreon you get that kind of behind-the-scenes content. Interesting. But I am not reclined, but inclined to agree with Usador. That one goes to Odie. Okay. All right. Okay, here's what we should do. Uh, We're going to scan this page. (laughs) More (laughs) Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's back to Grandpa. It's literally the same. It's literally the exact same drawing. Okay, skip for page it, skip after, it. We're, no no, no, we're it. No more Grandpa. skipping No more Grandpa. Next this page. exactly, exactly the <laughs> same. I wish I could get across. It's like a flip book where nothing happens. It's the exact same page, except for in one of them, Garfield looks slightly surprised. All right, next page. Again, exactly the same. <laughs> except for at the very end, Grandpa slowly walks off. Uh Goodbye, you wall-eyed cocksucker. Okay, come on, next page. This is kind of better. This is kind of better, though. Though, before I turn the next page, you got to admit, just flipping through page by page is kind of better. All right, next page. It's a Sunday one. They're just making faces and then they're laughing. And John says on the phone, "Hello, Funny Farm. Do you take pets?" Oh boy, I wish we were at a Funny Farm. At least I'd be laughing. All right, I'm going to start flipping through these pages. I'm not even going to describe what it is. Until one of us says stop. Like if you are oh, hold I on. all hold intrigued. On. Yes. I, I found one I want. I found okay. one that, that this seems to be in Chun's way. Wait, hold on. I think I see what you <laughs> see. <laughs> how did I almost flip the Here page we past go. this? Ooh, let me rub my nasty little paws together because daddy's okay. about to eat. Mm, okay. Wow, I found it. I found the one Garfield I like. <laughs> okay, this is three beautiful. I can't describe how beautiful these panels are. Mm-hmm. Okay, Garfield's looking at John. John is saying to Garfield, do you know what I like about cats, Garfield? You're so docile. That sentence doesn't make sense. It should be, you're all docile or they're docile. Mm. But anyway, so he says, you know what I like about cats, Garfield? You're so docile. Next frame. Garfield's face distorts. His mouth opens about three feet and he yells, rawr, while John is trembling. Next panel, and this is the best panel. Chef Kiss, I can't explain how great this panel is. John is dead. his feet are on the table, and Garfield is grinning ear to fucking ear, and he's thinking, I hate to be pegged. Now, (laughs) I want this panel framed and tattooed on my back. Garfield (laughs) framed and tattooed on your back? Garfield smirking next to a dead John whose dead feet are up on the table, and Garfield thinking, I hate to be pegged, is just, what an encapsulation of life. This is Mm. the best thing I've ever seen. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. 10 out of 10. Garfield wins it all. OD3. OD3. Yeah. I, this is, I, can't, I can't express how much I love this. Truly. But, okay. I, I hate one, to be pegged. That's my new catchphrase. I hate yeah. to be pegged. Uh, the next strip is just more recliner hijinks. Not that interesting. Some... It looks like... Oh, the next... It looks like they're setting up a week where Garfield hangs from the end of a table all week. <laughs> right? Next page. Garfield's still hanging from the end of a table. <laughs> next page. Okay.
0: Sunday. Oh. What's wrong with this Odie?
3: Okay, now this is a cat love interest of Garfield's whose name I cannot remember. Maybe it's like Irene or something like that. It says Frank at the end there. Oh, hi, Frank. Is that true? Oh, oh, are, you told me about this. Oh, hi, Frank. That's um the room, right? Uh-huh. Oh, hi, Frank. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, this does seem to have the room level of nuance of character. All right, I don't care about this one. Let's now it's a week of Garfield lying in his shitbox. One where he's, like, killing bugs. One where he fights with Odie, and it looks like... Ooh, I gotta give Odie another point. Odie, Odie It's actually tied now, three to three, because Garfield got the shit kicked out of him by Odie. Wait, wait, wait. So in this top panel, there's three panels. In one, Garfield is flicking something, and it says flick. In the next panel, he's flicking the same thing, and it says flick. In the third one, he's not flicking the thing. It's just laying in front of him. And he thinks... You know you're bored when flicking a lint ball becomes all-consuming. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. he hates to get pegged.
3: I want this cat to go away, forget. He hates to be pegged, which I love. This is like an elaborate prank on the readers. This is the most hot and cold fucking comic. It's been hot once. It's been cold the rest of the time. And when Mm -hmm. I say cold, I mean frigid. All right. (laughs) What?
0: Now, I I would like to
3: formally apologize to you both and all of the listeners.
0: No, 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 no. Something is happening here that must be explained. There is a panel that has Garfield on the left thinking the thought, I'm bored. Next to Garfield is Odie with his eyes closed, sort of sitting on, I I guess, a table or a bench. I don't know what it is. Just something there behind all the time. Then John is there looking bored as well. Uh, Odie looks quite bored. And then there's a uh, a toe with a mustache mm-hmm. <laughs> and a turtleneck on, I think, uh, looking like nothing. Like well, nothing at all.
3: I will say a turtleneck on a toe would be a, a joint. Uh, a turtle joint?
0: Mm. Uh, yep. Great. Turtle joint.
3: Also, are you sure that's a mustache and not its terrifying
0: teeth? Uh, I don't know. Uh, You could be quite right. It could be teeth. Then in the next panel, Garfield sits up and screams, "Arg!" And then in the third final panel, he says, That helped. And John looks crazy and his hair is sticking straight up. John has curly hair, We we should mention, for those who don't know. Odie's ears are straight out and flat and his eyes are open now. And he's got his big... Uh, lips up, up off of the table or bench or whatever it is, and the thing with the mustache or the teeth has transformed into a, a beholder. Uh, uh, yeah, it looks like a dandelion. There's a it's a spore or uh, or an uh, an, an ever living eye that that peers into your soul. What in the hell is that?
3: This is insanity, Arnie. I I'm not going to get litigious because I don't know what that word means. Mm-hmm. But in the second panel, like you said or said. Garfield screams ARG, which is getting dangerously close to Kathy territory. And this wall-eyed cocksucker thinks that he can just rip off Kathy and her ACNES. I'm going to have a few words with this cat. Where can I find Garfield? Arnie, give me his address. He's everywhere on earth. I'm going to let everyone know. Mostly ironically, though. What's that? Listeners, Arnie, everyone, let it be known. I am going to fight Garfield. Garfield, you name the time and place. I will be there. I'm just realizing that the subtext of most of these strips is that Garfield is sitting there and is like, I don't fucking have anything. Garfield is just sort of like, I don't know. I don't have a joke. I don't have a premise. I don't have anything. And then he aggressively punishes the other people in the panel as a sort of sit-in for us, the reader. This coward, when he doesn't know what to do, he either screams at the top of his lungs or he kills one of the characters. This is not sustainable. I know. Okay. Well, you know what? I think maybe we just have to stop. Well, one thing, I have a couple of these Garfield books, and I I, I leafed through the first one and the second one for a second. I was like, ooh, this is pretty bad. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll start with the fifth one. I bet by then Jim Davis will have, have it figured out. Apparently not.
0: Well, he figured something out because the people on your world were uh, happy enough to buy many volumes of these books and then to go back and create the prequels that uh, came before the fifth book. If uh, this
3: guy, Jim Davis, is listening, I have one thing to say to you. If you actually are listening, we'd love to have you on the show sometime. Please come on. That would <laughs> yes. be a true delight. Please know we're big fans.
0: All right. Now let's start the episode. What you want to do is you want to spread your fingers apart yes, as far yes, yes, as yes, you yes. can and then feel the magical energies sort of jumping betwixt them and the little bolts of lightning and energy that sort of... Uh, Miniscule. Uh, yeah, minuscule, sort of minuscule lightning uh, jumping all around. And then when you feel your index finger... Hey, Arnie, and your hey, Arnie, finger really watch this.
3: Smacks his ear in the back of the head right oh. to his food.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I just I killed this It's oh. growing on me. Ah, my, <laughs> ah, my peach cobbler. <laughs>
3: And dear listener, as I step away for a moment, I just want to address you directly and say we had a lot of fun here. In the comments, no, we on didn't. the post, on the Patreon. Say if you want us to do more Earth comics. Is there other comics you want us to do, Kathy? Do you want us to do, against your better judgment, more Garfield? Here's the thing. We have a hundred more pages of just this Garfield book. What? My guess is it doesn't get better. But if most of you say, finish this book... Then we'll do that, but you would only do that if you want to punish us, and what have we done to you to deserve that? Oh, plenty. Can I just say Garfield, Odie, John, what a family circus.
2: But then Bill Murray got cast in the movie, and so now he was voicing a Lorenzo music character. Crazy, right? Oh, hold on a sec. Use It or the Blue was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Refine. This episode was produced by Matt Young. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Special assistance by Ryan DiGiorgi and Arnie Niekamp. This episode was edited by Anna Hoverman. Logo by Allard LeBan. Theme by Andy Poland. Uh, I mean, you can try mailing me to Abu Dhabi, but I'll probably just sleep through most of it. (laughs) Just like Garfield.
3: I went to Jim Davis's restaurant, fancy restaurant in. Uh,
0: Hang on, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Don't say that like it's a thing.
3: When I was in college, I was on the speech and debate team. I think maybe this was nationals or whatever. It was in Indiana, maybe Muncie, Indiana. We went to a fancy restaurant uh, on one of the nights of the speech and debate tournament. It was up until that point, I would say easily the nicest restaurant I had ever been to. I did not at first know that it was Jim Davis's restaurant, but as I was sitting there slightly nervous. It was so fancy that you had waiters that were constantly hovering over you at the table and like coming forward and like you would drink a little bit and they'd, they'd fill some more. And then I started looking around and I noticed like, are all the paintings in this place artsy paintings of Garfield and they were and I was like
0: so it wasn't a Garfield
3: restaurant restaurant?" (laughs) I mean it was Italian now that I think about it
2: Mm, mm, mm that is good content and if you <clears throat> and if you want more of that sweet sweet hello from the magic tavern content just head over to patreon.com magic tavern you can become a patreon and support our independent production and get some choice benefits for only five dollars a month all of our patrons get two new bonus episodes just like this one each month. And if you like this one, you can also hear Earth Comics Family Circus Edition right now. But you can also hear episodes where Arnie and the gang answer questions posted by the patrons, not to mention episodes featuring the Baron and Dripfang, Spintax the Green, Flower, and all your other Magic Tavern faves. Plus, you get access to the Magic Tavern Discord with a quarterly virtual meet and greet with the hosts, a monthly newsletter from the hosts, early access to live events, and the full back catalog of bonus content, including every single Magic Tavern spinoff series. Yes, offices and bosses included. To learn more and become a patron, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. That number again is patreon.com slash magic tavern. Goodbye!
1: Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his Fishbowl podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet.